So one of the more controversial issues and topics that's been going around here on the internet that everybody's been, you know, basically talking about and literally just eviscerating with their disdain and hatred is the Velma show. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't watched the Velma show yet. Um, but from what I've seen and heard, not everybody, if not the, if, oh, I wouldn't say not everybody, but I'd say basically the entire internet hates this show. They do. And, you know, some of, the, some of them would say it's for good reason. One, basically, it doesn't have Scooby in it. Two, it basically is a show that, you know, it's just taking, you know, cheap shots at everything we've, you know, been critical about, you know, when it comes to certain franchises changing up. Like changing of characters, you know, taking cheap shots at us talking about how bad Me Too is or the SJWs, cancel culture, all that. They also don't like the fact of how the characters are represented. Or even how the characters, you know, uh, approach each other in the show. In fact, there's one scene that's been getting a lot of talk lately um, because, of the, because of the fact that it was showcased in Velma. And that was this show's interpretation of Daphne kissing Velma on the lips outside of Velma's house. Thus indicating that, well, Velma and Daphne are not just you know, uh, lesbians, but they're more than likely probably bi, if you will. But that's not the only reason. A lot of people look at this as Mindy Kalin, who's behind the series and who voices Velma, as, it, as being, you know, her own way of pushing her own agenda, like her own support of the woke movement, of cancel culture, SJWs, and all that. But, again... It, it's more than just that. It's more than just that. It's the fact that, you know, it's a show that, you know, a lot of people feel isn't, you know, isn't a true representation of what the Scooby-Doo franchise is. I mean, I've been a fan for Sco of Scooby-Doo since I was a kid. You all know that. I think a lot of us have been. And like you, a lot of, I've seen a lot of Scooby-Doo uh, content. Mostly all good, some bad. And believe me, when I've seen my share of bad, I've let it be known. I mean, for example, I never liked the idea of Scooby-Doo and Shaggy Get a Clue. I don't know what drugs people were on when they came up with that. Nor do I know what drugs they were on when they did Be Cool Scooby-Doo. I mean, yes, both shows had, you know, some good moments. But it's like, what was this all about? It didn't make any sense, you know? But then, when, but then that's not the only criticization myself and others have given the Scooby-Doo franchise. We've also looked at the movies. The movies, the direct-to-video films, that is, in recent years, have done things that not all of us agree upon. Like with the, uh, re like the Curse of the Thirteen Ghosts and Return to Zombie Island. A lot of us looked at those two movies like, what the hell are you thinking? What are you doing? You know, why would you, you know, present uh, these movies that are supposed to be follow-ups to previous Scooby-Doo uh, incarnations of shows and movies? Why would you present them the way you did? Like with 13 Ghosts, you know, we're all hoping, oh good, we're going to get a follow-up to this great show, this cult classic show. And what we end up getting is just the fact that it was all, you know, Hababalua, another man in a mask deal. But the one positive a lot of us fans would agree upon, despite our criticism of that, is it does seem like they left the door open for our own interpretation. But when it came to Return of Zombie Island... That was a different story in itself, especially from the characters, the Mystery Inc. gang, 
who were there experiencing the events of the original. So it's like, what is going on? Why would you do this? Thank goodness the saving grace uh, was the Halloween movie that followed and even the uh, Sword in the Stone-like movie that followed. You know, so those are the saving graces. And then Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo that just came out is another saving grace. So in the past year or two, at least they've been getting back on track. That's the positive. The negative basically comes from this. You know, the only positive Scooby-Doo show that's, you know, debuted recently is Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. But here, the Velma show, you know, basically it's something that fans would want to take into the, you know, into the local dumpster area, drop it in there, you know, dump gallons and gallons of gasoline on it, set it ablaze, wait till it burns to a fine crisp, if you will, then extinguish it into, a, into extinction. That's how they feel about it. All because of what they feel and see it represents. And this to me is just an example of you do not let, and I'm saying this honestly, you do not let celebrities of any kind, whether they've been fans of the show or they, or the franchise, I should say, or not, you do not let them get behind the director's show or producer's chair, you know, when it comes to this. Because what they'll do is they'll basically want to make it into their own personal project. And like I said, that's how people view the Velma show right now, thanks to Mindy Kalin. They view it as her own way of addressing all these different agendas and just going from there. Basically taking pot shots and cheap shots no matter where, you know, no matter where they could be. Turning characters into drug lords because of the family's history. You know, uh, basically making someone that was always just joked about as being high on drugs and weed. You know, uh, not only into a different race, and I say that with all due respect, no offense, but into said person that loves drugs and weed. I mean, I mean, these are just things that people did not, people are basically saying are not right about this show. But what's funny is this might been this might have been exactly what WB, E, HBO Max, and by extension Mindy Kaling were hoping for? Because here's what happened, and this is what really shocked a lot of people, you know, and, and maybe they feel that if they petition and protest enough, it won't happen. But here's what shocked a lot of people: Velma, despite getting you know thousands and thousands of you know thumbs down on the trailer. On the, on the trailer that preceded the show's debut, you know, and very few thumbs up, you know, Velma basically, you know, is getting, you know, a second season. Yeah, she's getting a second season, and whether or not it does officially happen or not, it has been greenlit. And all because of the reaction, you know, the show has been getting. And like I said... Maybe that's what HBO Max, WB, and Mindy Kaling were banking on. They knew, basically, the way the show was being presented, that it was probably going to get a reaction, a negative kind, but it would be enough of a, you know, evidence and proof of, hey, at least people are talking about the show, let's give it another season, and that's what's happening. But again, you know, despite the fact that I've not seen the show yet, based on what everybody's been saying, this is a show that is a prime example of not allowing a celebrity that's part of this SJW woke cult, cancel culture movement, you know, Me Too movement, if you will, as well, to get behind the director's chair of a show like this because they will use it for their own agenda. So, yes, 
is Velma right now, in a majority of a lot of people's eyes, you know, an example of not only, you know, uh, celebrities or directors or producers or whatever who are part of certain, uh, you know, mindsets, you know, using the show and using characters to push those agendas that they support, you know, isn't it, isn't a prime example of not allowing that to happen? Yes. Has it gone on record in probably the quickest fashion to, you know, being the worst Scooby-Doo show um, ever, even without Scooby? Because that's what it doesn't have. That's another criticism, like I said at the beginning, people look at, it's a Scooby-Doo show that doesn't have Scooby. And speaking of Scooby, one of the more recent reports that's come out is we're going to see Scooby, but it's going to be Scooby with an I, and it's going to be a new female love interest for Shaggy. It's like, you know, a lot of people see this and they're like, is if this show couldn't be more insulting to the fan bases, you know, as it is now, if they pull this off, then, then what's next? What else are they capable of? And that's, again, another prime example of not letting someone that of a celebrity status or who's part of any of these cultures, whether you support them or you don't, get behind the wheel of something like this and just drive forward. Because they will drive forward with their own agenda in mind. You know, they will. And like I said, out of all the bad Scooby-Doo content we've gotten throughout its history, this right now sounds like it tops the list as the worst. I mean, everybody that's given it a shot has all come out of it feeling the same way. But, again, what if this was all part of the master plan? What if this was all part of what Mindy Kalin, HBO Max, and WB were hoping for, so that way when they do the second season, all of a sudden the second season is the complete opposite of what this was. You know, what if that's the agenda? What if that was the agenda, the plan in the first place? Then if it was, hey, more power to them. Congratulations. You pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. Because if the second season turns out to be more like what we expect a Scooby-Doo show to be, then it's like, why even put us through this? What, was it a test run to see how we would react? Who knows? But the point is, when it comes to Velma, no matter how you view it, whether you've seen it or not, and I'm one of those people that have yet to see it, but when you look at the reaction it's got, again, you know, it's a show that probably potentially had, you know, a lot of good going for it, you know, on paper, but the moment that plan... You know, those paper plans got executed. That's when it fell apart. That's when it fell apart. It's like the blueprints looked good, but the execution was bad. Because the person behind the execution, the person that put those blueprints together, is someone that supports certain, you know, out, outsets and mindsets that are currently flooding, you know, the media as we speak. You know, so yeah. So yeah, Velma, you know, again, I can't judge it too much because I haven't seen it. But yeah, I'll just put it this way. Mindy Kalin, I don't know if you'll watch videos like this to see how people feel. But if I was you, and I'm getting ready to do this second season, I go back and look at what I did here, and I rectify it. I rectify it, or I come out on YouTube or on social media announce the second season's coming, and then basically giggle a little bit and say, oh, by the way, that first season, that's going to be non-canon because got ya, got ya. 
That's all. If I'm you, just say you got us by saying that's not going to be non-canon and that this new season is going to be the actual show it should have been in the first place. That's the only way, Mindy, I see you saving, you know, having any saving grace. I really do. But yeah, Velma here is a prime example that if people are not behind it in the, you know, at the start, if they're not behind it at the start based on the synopsis, the teaser, and the old trailers, you know, that, you know, uh, come before it, if, you know, if this show is to teach any kind of lesson, despite getting a second season who, you know, and by the way, we don't know if that second season will actually happen or not. It might get pulled uh, before we know it. But this is a prime example, in my opinion, once again, of, as I said, one, do not let any person, celebrity, producer, whatever, who's part of certain groups, culture groups, whatever, get behind a show like this because they're just going to fill it with their own agendas. You know, kind of use it as, you know, a way to promote their own agendas, their own support of certain things, and also poke fun and, and poke fun at those that are against it and whatever. But it's also a prime example that if people are, you know, eviscerating this from the start, from the synopsis, the teaser trailer, and the full trailer, basically it is an example that if they are eviscerating it at that time already and the show hasn't even debuted, do not make the show a reality. Shelve it indefinitely or take your time, make an announcement that you've listened to how the fans feel and you're going to go rework it. That's what you do. You either shelve it indefinitely, say, because of fan reaction, we're not going to do this. Or you say, because of fan reaction, we're going to push back the release date for another year or so. And we're going to rework the show into what fans expect a Scooby-Doo related show to be. That's, that's the lesson that needs to be learned here. Either shelve the show indefinitely because of the reaction that you are negatively getting on all fronts. Or you make the announcement, you're pushing it back, and you're going to rework it to be the show fans expect a Scooby-Doo related show to be. But yeah, right now, like I said, Velma is at that point that it's looked at as probably the worst Scooby-Doo show ever made in history. You know, as well as the worst Scooby-Doo content ever made in history, both movies and show combined. And it's also looked at as the kind of show that, as I mentioned earlier... Fans would rather take to a dumpster fire, dump it inside, a uh, dumpster, you know, fill, landfill, if you will, dump it inside, pour gallons of gasoline on it, set it ablaze, let it burn for like 20, 30 minutes, then basically extinguish it to extinction. That's how they feel about it. But we'll have to see what happens if the second season occurs. Yes, it's been greenlit, but it doesn't mean it's confirmation that it will fully become a reality. We'll have to see. But, what are your thoughts on this whole controversy with Velma? The Velma show, I should say. What did you think about it? If you saw it, do you agree with everybody's outset on it? And do you think that this is a lesson that they should have just either shelved it indefinitely or pushed back the release date to rework it to be the show people expect a Scooby-Doo related show to be? What are your thoughts? Comment below, live chat during the premiere, like the video. Oh, also support me at Venmo at brian warmer 2 cash up at BWRoses98. Also check out the Teespring store for content you can't get anywhere else. Also, you will get an audio version of this on my BWRoses Discussion podcast. 
You can find it all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, check me out at divanart.com at bvw1979 as well. But guys, give me your thoughts overall. How do you feel about this you know, whole situation with Velma? Are you one of those that are critical about it and feel that this shouldn't have you know, gotten, a, you know, gotten off the ground in the first place? Or do you think maybe people making a big ado about nothing? Let me know down below and in the live chat. And I'm out.